If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com/audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com/audio. That's carshield.com/audio. Joe Pags Show. Call 210-737-1200 or 800-383-9624. And now, Joe Pags. Hey, great to have you here. Welcome to the program. Thanks. It is the Joe Pags Show. Great radio stations across this great land, including the stations who hear America now on a Friday. Strings. Horns me. Sorry, that was me. Absolutely. Whoa! Gary, what's the matter with you? What day is it anyway? Where's Bob Guthrie? Friday! There he is. Thank God. God. Thank God it is Friday. Uh huh. Friday! That's right. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God it is Friday. What the heck of a good mood? Let's make it a free speech Friday. Take it up a notch. 1-800-383-9624. 1-800-383-9624. Whatever's on your mind, fair game. If I know something about it, we'll talk about it. If not, we'll move on. I appreciate you taking the time. Carrie, what's happening? Mm, not much. How are Anything you? Anything good? Nah, it's Friday. Um, I, I've not decided to that. read a couple of uh, messages posted on my Facebook page from listeners. Uh-oh. Maybe we'll do that on Fridays. Okay. Is this good or bad? Listener message Friday. Ugh. Okay. Nina writes, I just found your page by a post that was sent to me. I've never heard of you before in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but funny. from some of the posts I have read and listened to, I've decided that I want to follow you. Hmm. You got my attention immediately with your voice. Duh. <laughs> But everything you say just touches base with me. Looking forward to many more, and I'm so elated to have found you. Wow, now that's a nice one. Nina, let me just say this. Thank you for listening, and yes, I'm married. <laughs> she was not hitting what? on you. No, no, she, I didn't no, say that. No, she I just, wasn't. No, I was just answering her next obvious question. No, I'm sure that wasn't the next question. Kenny writes, hey, Joe, I love your show. It's the greatest. Thought I'd make you laugh. Don't you hate it when you run into your boss or supervisor coming out of the bathroom stall? It's the worst. Ha ha. Um, okay. That's the kind of listener I attract. <laughs> Way to go. And on that note, Frank screams at me. He writes in all uh, caps. Oh, oh, okay. Joe! Sorry to say, your show has no substance. When I listen to talk radio, I like to listen to someone smarter than me. You get on one dumb subject like microwave handle, then that's all you hear. Who enjoys that besides you? Wow. 
That was that was good. I thought I'd take a minute to respond to Frank. Oh, good. And? Frank, for a guy who's proclaiming himself smarter than I, you should know how to use proper grammar. And you should be aware of the fact that if you use all caps on social media, it means you're yelling. Thanks. <laughs> well, that was very nice of you to point that out. For how now. long was my freaking microwave story It yesterday? was one segment. A minute? It was one segment, people. And it was funny. I'm sorry. It wasn't well, even that I, long I a segment. It was, it, was one, it was like 10 minutes, maybe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, come on. It, it wasn't that long. It was the whole show. Oh, just, just for, for Frank, for those who are wondering, well, what, where was he wrong in his grammar? When I listen to talk radio, I like to listen to someone smarter than I, not smarter than me. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Frank. <laughs> you, you sure, jerk. Frank appreciated you uh, correcting him. Can I be awesome. Frank? The guy's, the guy's in A-dub. Oh. All right, so so the thing is, um, I'm now going to talk about something that has no substance as well. Oh, good. B- by the way, those topics, when I cover them, because I could, let's talk about ISIS for three hours. Uh, when I cover those topics... That, that's when we get the most reaction. I know. The phone lines light because up. between you and me, um, everybody runs into this, to the same everyday crap as we do. Of course they do. And people can a- absolutely. They can identify. They can relate to me being the manly man that I am and trying to use a bungee uh, cord to fix a microwave. Manly man or, oh, I was going to say something else, but I won't. Okay. Were you? No. How are you now? <laughs> but I won't. It's Friday. I'm in a good mood. It, it is Friday, and um, you know, it's a short week for you, right? Didn't you take a day off just for the hell of it? Uh, no, my child was sick. Ah, so in other words, you needed a day off. Uh, no, I do need a day off from you, maybe. But... 1-800-383-9624, 1-800-383-9624. So I got up early this morning. Um, I normally get up at about 9.30. Get up, eat, do some work, mm-hmm. go and work out, try yeah, to get to the gym by 11. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, today I had to get up at eight thirty. Oh no! Because there was a pep rally I needed to go to at the high school. Mm-hmm. Good. And I, you know, I, Showing I your like, school spirit. Why not? You should. Yes. Wanted to go there and, and see uh, Gabby cheer along with the other cheerleaders. Awesome. Well, I don't get the whole mum thing. Do you understand the mum thing? Oh yeah, I used to love getting mums at homecoming time. Yes. Yeah, tell the mom. I went to homecoming. There were no mums. Maybe it's just maybe it's a Texas thing. I don't know. So you were, you did homecoming in Texas? Uh, in East Texas for a little bit, yeah. You don't, you don't have to always say East Texas. It's still part of Texas, right? Oh, of course. Yes, it is. Yes, in Texas. Right. Well, I guess you could say East Texas. I always say South Florida because that's sort of the... You don't have to say South. Just say Florida. No, I have to say South. No, you don't. No, I guess it is. Uh-huh. So shut okay. up. Okay, you shut up. So um, I go to this pep rally, and there are, are thousands of children. And I don't know who this guy was that, that was running the pep rally. I don't think he worked at the school. I think he was somebody that they sort of bring in. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I guess he he did a, an okay job, but the are thing you I'll angling get, for it next year? No, 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 okay. no, no. They, no, because if I did it, then they'd really have team spirit. Nobody wants all that, <laughs> right? <laughs> Come on, kids! I have spirit. Yay. Yes, I do. I have spirit. How, How about, about you? you? Um, I just checked my property tax bill. Oh, I'm going to round it off, and and I'm going to try not to exaggerate. Okay. Okay. I pay sixteen billion dollars a year in property taxes. <laughs> that's a lot. Sixteen billion. That's that's my property tax bill, but that goes to the school. Yes. And we I live in a that. very good school district. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very generally happy with the school district, and um, you know, I I grit my teeth and bite my tongue and write the check, and you have to do what you have to do for the taxes. You do. Um, but for sixteen billion dollars, just from one guy. <laughs> The school's beautiful. 
The staff is very good. Mm-hmm. The athletics, excellent. The cheer team, way to go. But we could not have a suckier sound system in the gym. It's pretty bad, huh? Now, I get that I'm jaded because I'm, I'm in radio and audio is my life at this point. Yes. But I want it to sound good. And everybody's piling in. Everybody's excited. Everybody's getting ready. And then you hear... Yeah, that's pretty sucky. I'm like, what the hell language is that? <laughs> and the guy's like, put his fist in the air. Yeah. Ranger Bragg, 2014, the football team. Bah! And he's like, I think he said, can I get the freshmen to stand up? But they all looked at each other and went, like, what? What, what, do we, what do we do? Stereo sounds better than this freaking thing. I don't get it. Sixteen billion from one taxpayer. They should get a better sound system. I mean, honestly. Yeah, I need to. What the heck, dude? <laughs> what the heck? And and I, I mean, everybody could hear it. And then when the cheer team does their thing, and by the way, Gabby's team didn't uh, didn't cheer because I guess there were a couple of injuries or something. But hmm. and I hated that because I only went really to that see stinks. her cheer. Yeah. I went, well, I went to see her cheer and to get down to the tunes. Yeah, you really get down to that. So when the cheer team and the varsity team, you know, they, they did their thing and, and and they always play really loud, raucous, annoying music. Mm-hmm. And then add to that how bad the sound system Ew. was. Wow. No good. I, I mean, honestly, give me a really tall ladder because the gym is very high ceiling mm-hmm. and some speakers from freaking Best Buy and I can do better <laughs> than that. I don't, I don't understand it. I don't know. Maybe Does anybody to really about that? Well, I don't understand. I mean, at some point, shouldn't somebody go, hey, listen, that was a great pet product. We can understand a damn thing this guy said. Yeah, that's a problem. We could hear. Um, and uh, because of that, it was not the experience we had hoped for. Mm. And again, this is not a school that that's that, uh, that's that old. I mean, you can replace speakers. I've seen it done. Mm-hmm. I mean, Polo, when he out, he's out DJing, has two speakers that will fill up that room in about two seconds, and it'll sound good. Yeah. I don't understand what they're thinking with these things. I don't know. Maybe you should buy some. Well, no, well, and you, donate. No, it shut up. They can the buy it with the money that I've already paid. <laughs> I know you're them. sixteen billion dollars at least. <laughs> yes, uh, times nine years I've been in the district now. <laughs> wow, that's a lot. But, of money. But, but but I mean, honestly, everything else is great. Hunky dory, clicking my heels. You're gonna have a big pep rally. You're gonna do it for an hour. I don't want to hear that noise for an hour. Yes, make it sound right, nice and clear. Hey, got Barrett. Let's go. We got Barrett. Let's go. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what? Um, is the game tonight? Is it next week? Are we learning? <laughs> I thought we were learning Chinese for a moment. I was like, oh, wow, hey, Chinese. I made it to the Chinese class today. That's pretty bad. 1-800-383-9624. See, stuff like that. You can throw that out there against the wall. Why can't you? And Do by it. the way, it's true. In the whole mum thing, I don't get it. Because you got boys with big ribbons and flowers hanging down their arm. And then the girls with 18 with mums. different mums on their, yes. on their shirts. Yes, that's awesome. I love it. I don't want I don't want to cut anybody down and I don't want to say anything nasty but, but it's really really stupid. It's not really stupid. So stupid. It so is dumb. not. No, it's not. Dumb. It is not dumb. Let's ask let's ask the it's announcer for the press rally. What do you think of moms? <laughs> what? I think he agreed with me. <laughs> what? I think he just sang the fight song and didn't even realize it. Oh, man. It's uh, 1-800-383-9624. Whatever's on your mind going to be fair game. Another Big-time football player. This one, even more of a football star, I would think, than Ray Rice, is now in trouble with the law. What did he do? 
and uh, much, much more. We're just getting going here on the Joe Pag Show. Don't be an A-dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. Yes, indeed. Glad to have you here. The Joe Pag Show on your radio. 1-800-383-9624 for a Friday. So, Ray Rice, we're all familiar with the story now. Ray Rice punched his then-girlfriend, his fiance, um, on the elevator, knocked her out cold, tried to drag her out. Um, two-game suspension, wasn't prosecuted, deferred prosecution, something. He entered some class or some crap. The prosecutor in New Jersey is who I think should be probably fired over this. Um, there, there are calls for the ouster of Roger Goodell, the NFL commissioner. This story is a story that's not going to go away anytime soon. And just when the frenzy might not be quite as frenzied as it was yesterday or the day before, um, now we hear about Adrian Peterson, a much bigger star than Ray Rice, a much better player than Ray Rice, not that how good you are or how big a star you are allows you to do something criminal, but he's been indicted now for child abuse. I'm confused. Carrie, are you seeing the same stories I'm seeing? I think so. Allegedly, he was he was punishing the kid for being bad. Right. And he used what's commonly called a switch. A switch, yeah. And a switch... If, That's old school. If I'm familiar... Um, it's just a, a branch, isn't it? Like a tree branch. That's what I always thought. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of people listening right now who, when they were growing up, who might be around my age, not quite as old as you, but about my hey, age. I'm younger than you. Are. Um, but not, oh, yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe what? emotionally, mentally, but <laughs> Physically too. Well, yes. not chronologically, <laughs> um, if you were bad when I was growing up, not only did you get the switch, you were told to go out and choose which one. Ooh, oh, that's bad. Go out there and grab me a switch show you what's going on get the smallest tiniest lightest one out there i think and maybe i've repressed some of this but i think my dad got me with the belt mm. i don't know that i ever had the switch or the or the stick or the branch mm-hmm. but my dad's hands were gigantic and uh that's all you needed really yeah that's gotta hurt you know a swat from that and and that's it um but that's the allegation here that and again child abuse and was this his son or somebody else's son Polo, you've seen this too. This is his son, right? I was assuming that it was. Uh, Well, yeah, the headline from from NBC Sports is Adrian Peterson's indictment for swatting son Mm, with a switch. Now, I mean, if he were at the local... Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts you know grocery store taking a switch out on everybody else's kid now i get where you're coming from (laughs) that's a problem but we talked the other day about things that your parents did that if they if we did it today we'd be arrested right and i guess this is another one of those things here's the story from uh pro football talk at nbcsports.com written by darren gint gint G-A-N-T-T. Gant. I'm going to go with Gant. Yeah, I knew you would. Don't you have to pronounce a double T? No, I don't think you do. No, just one. 
You sure? Gant. I'm positive. I'm going to go Darren Gantt. Okay, fine. Vikings running back uh, Adrian Peterson's indictment on reckless or negligent injury to a child stems from a case of old-school corporal punishment. According to Ian Rappaport of NFL Network, the incident in question stems from disciplining of a son with a switch. For those of you unfamiliar with the southern vernacular, a switch is a flexible tree branch used to swat a child across the backsides. Uh, and I've never heard it called the backsides. The backsides? No. I would just call it the, the backside. Side. Yeah. Or buttocks. <laughs> buttocks. 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 It's pronounced buttocks. <laughs> okay. How you view that as an act of parental discipline or as child abuse depends largely on your age and geographic location. We can already tell the comments on this one are going to be special. Um, okay. A switch. A branch. Disciplining one's child. Many believe that kids these days are out of control because there isn't enough discipline. But if you discipline too much, society somehow can tell you that's not okay. Look, if you punch your kid in the face, I get it. That's a problem. Um, growing up, my, my daughters got a, a swat in the rear end with my hand. Always on the fleshy part of their butt. It was always just enough to sting and make them not want it again. And you don't, and you don't have to do it that often. You do it once, pretty much, and then threaten to do it for, from then on. Do you need a spanking? Nope. And then they stop whatever they're mm-hmm. doing. I'm good. Yeah, and that's and that's pretty much it. I, I don't see a problem with that. And I really don't buy into the political correctness of today saying you really can't spank your... It doesn't work. Timeout works. Timeout doesn't work at all. Mm. N- not in my no. house, it didn't. I'm not a big didn't work, fan of that. It didn't work on me. Timeout. I'll sit in the corner and pick my nose rather than getting spanked. Sure. <laughs> um, but, but when you're talking about grabbing another item... And again, it's not a two by four or something. It's a switch, or a, 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 it's not a big giant tree branch. It's just a little branch. Um, and you swap the kid through the clothes or something. I get it. Now, in another story that I saw on this, they allege that the child was brought to the hospital with bruises. Hmm. You know, if you're bruising your children through through discipline, I've got a problem with you. So, I don't know how this shakes out, but the show, as, as I mentioned, just about every day is based in Texas. In San Antonio. It's also heard in Houston, Texas, where Adrian Peterson lives, I believe. I know he's from there. Um, his lawyer is certainly from Houston. I've interviewed his lawyer before. We're hoping to get him on the show. But I'm guessing my southern audience is going to say this is BS. I'm guessing the northern audience, quite possibly in the metropolitan areas um, from San Francisco, which is north of Texas. Don't give me a look. San Francisco to New York City, I think all along that tier up north, they're going to say, I can't believe that he would do something like this. It's horrible, and he should be banned for life. This is going to be one of those interesting stories where I think geographically it's going to matter how you feel about it. Let me go to the phone lines. People are already calling on this. Let me say hi to Raul in uh, San Antonio. Raul, what's going on? Hi. I'll try that again. Raul, you're on the air now. What's happening? Hey, thank you very much for uh, allowing me some time here. Yes, sir. Um, I agree. You know, I got switched by my dad a couple of times after the second time. I think I quit doing uh, whatever I, I did. And I it's a pretty that. quick lesson to learn, isn't it? Yes, sir. Yes, it is. Um, and that, like you said, it's a more probably a southern thing than it is more a northern thing. But how old, how old are you? How old are you now? Uh, forty-seven. Okay, at, at forty-seven years old, as you look back on your dad using the switch on you. Do you think by today's standards that was child abuse? No. Well, okay. Go ahead. By today's standards, yeah, but not by our standards. 
So if Adrian Peterson did the same thing your dad did, you don't see any problem here? No, I don't. No, no, I don't. I, I, that's like you said. It's something where egregious, where he actually maybe made a bunch of marks on his right side and uh, maybe on the back or something. I, I don't know. I don't know the merits of the case, so who knows? No, I, I I hear you, and listen, I appreciate you. You know, here he is in San Antonio, and and he had the switch used on him, and and he gets why, and and it made him stop doing whatever bad thing he was doing. It'll be interesting to hear from across the land what people think about this case. And again, as he said, more information needs to come out on it. It's one eight hundred three eight three nine six two four one eight hundred three eight three nine six two four. JoePags dot com. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Hi, glad to have you here. Welcome to the program. Thanks to Joe Pag Show on your radio, 1-800-383-9624. Glad to have the American Now stations listening as well. 1-800-383-9624 or J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M, JoePags.com. All right, more information on the Adrian Peterson story now. This is from FoxSports.com and uh, written by, is there a writer? Um, I, well, they're quoting Jay Glazer. Uh, Minnesota Vikings running back Adrian Peterson will be indicted in Texas. And again, we've already gotten news that he has been indicted on charges of injury to a child reported reportedly his four-year-old son. Fox Sports NFL insider Jay Glazer and several other outlets are reporting that Peterson is to be indicted in Montgomery County, Texas. As a result, Peterson will have to turn himself into authorities, according to Glazer. The Vikings released a statement Friday today saying they are, quote, in the process of gathering information regarding the legal situation involving Adrian Peterson and deflecting questions to Peterson's attorney, Rusty Harden. NFL Network's Ian Rappaport reported that the indictment stems from the disciplining of a son with a switch and that the investigation has been going on for some time, with Peterson testifying weeks ago. Glazer reported that Peterson has been cooperating with law enforcement. WCCO Minnesota CBS affiliate um, has some uh, of the unsettling details. Peterson apparently admitted he did, quote, whoop, the boy with a switch, a small branch. Well, see, that's not an unsettling detail. That's a, that's a reporter taking a side and giving an opinion. It's not unsettling that somebody used the switch. Again, realize he's from Texas. Realize that that is standard operating procedure, and it doesn't mean child abuse. It, I mean, I could take a branch and and lightly touch you in the face with it. It's not going to hurt you. Now, if there are details that show that it was much worse than that, I'm going to get into that now, that might be a little bit... Um, Unsettling. Well, a lot of it unsettling. WCCO report uh, reports the boy's injuries. The doctor told investigators, according to that report, that the boy had a number of lacerations on his thighs, along with bruise-like marks on his lower back and buttocks and cuts on his hand. The police report uh, says the doctor described some of the marks as open wounds and termed it, quote, child abuse. Another examiner agreed, calling the cuts extensive. Um, the The... TV station WCCO in Minnesota also obtained photos of the apparent injuries, and I'm looking at the picture uh, that they tweeted, which, boy, you know, Carol, let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. If, if there's a story where somebody you know, somebody in your family, somebody you care about is alleged uh, is alleged to have abused the child, do you want pictures of the child's body online? No, I would not. No. 
Unless, I mean, let's even take away from that. I mean, even if it's not somebody you know or care about, so just somebody, anybody. Why is this child's leg with the last? And again, I you can know. see scratches on his leg. They're not open wounds, but I can see scratches all over his leg. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if Adrian Peterson did that, that, that certainly as a father going to change my opinion on it. But I don't know why. I don't care that you obtained the pictures. You should not have, have put that online. I don't think so. The incident uh, apparently happened. In May, when the boy was visiting Peterson at his home in the Woodlands, a Houston suburb, Fox 26 in Houston, which originally reported the incident, said the charge was for reckless and negligent injury to a child. Peterson was not at Vikings practice Thursday. The team described it as a veteran day. He was back at the Vikings facility today. He did practice today. He also missed practice August 20th and 21st for, quote, personal reasons. His status for Sunday's game against the New England Patriots is unknown, although Glazer reported the Vikings are currently deciding on that. Peterson sent out a tweet earlier Friday, though it's unclear if the message has anything to do with his current situation. He said, people understand that if you are on God's course and supposed to have that position and man decides to remove you, know that God will remove everyone to place you rightfully. You matter. It's your season. Weapons may form but, but won't prosper. God has you covered. Don't stress or worry. There you go. All right, so now now we, we've got the information. And, and let me just tweet to WCCO real quick. I'm just going to tweet. Carrie's talk about anything. Go ahead. No, that's okay. You can multitask. You can do two things at once. You should. Oh. What's that? No, go ahead. What are you tweeting? You should not have posted this picture. This is a minor. And you are sensationalizing this. I'm kind of surprised that they did that. They released that picture. I guess they think. I'm, I guess they think because well, the child, you can't see the child's face. Okay, but still. But it's it's a, it's like a little four year old boy's. He's like in his underwear or something, and they're showing his mm-hmm. legs uh, scratched up. Yeah. Uh, hold on, give me a break. I'll use that as a hashtag. Any other hashtags you should put on this? No, I think you're good. Give me not, a break. That was one. Not journalism. Mm. There you go. Go ahead and put that right out there. Yeah, let's see if they respond. And, of course, we're on in in, uh, in Minneapolis, so, you know, if they don't like it, then call the show or kiss my ass. Mm-hmm. Do I, don't mean, I don't mean the people of Minneapolis. I mean whoever made the decision at WCCO right, to do for that. posting that. Yeah. I mean, give me a break. What, what are you thinking? All right, now does that change your opinion? I'm not going to post the picture. If you want to see it, look up WCCO, and you look at it, uh, uh, you know, um, through your own reasons i don't think you need to see it i've explained it properly you see at least almost almost all of one leg a little bit of the other leg he looks like he's in his underwear and we see scratches on his legs now if if you're beating your child to the point to where you're leaving scratches and marks and 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 bruises yeah there's a problem there there's a major problem there um but but a switch to the rear end at least half the country listening right now probably had that done or does that and finds it to be a good form of discipline. I mean, a lot of people listening live in districts where schools actually spank children or use a paddle on them, something that I am for as long as the parent is involved uh, in that happening. I don't want anybody beating my child without me me there to make sure they're not going overboard. 1-800-383-9624. Your thoughts about this now that you've heard more details. Let me go back to the phone lines and say hi to Tiffany in San Antonio. Hi, Tiffany. What's going on? Hold on. This this thing is a little slow today. All right, Tiffany, you're on now. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having me. You After got it. Hearing the details, it, it sounds like it was pretty extreme, so I'm agree that 
is not something that should be done. But I firmly believe in corporal punishment. I'm 29 years old. My parents did it to me and my siblings, and we are perfectly fine. I have two children, and my oldest, she is in school. One year we had her in public school, had a lot of discipline issues. They don't spank at this school. Then we put her in a private school who believed in corporal punishment. They spanked her one time, no issues. And now that she's back in public school again, we're having the same problem with discipline because the school can't touch her. They can't do anything to her. And our discipline at home is not making an effect because she's like, oh, that's okay. It's fine. They can't touch me here, so I'll just do what I want. So How old is she now? She's eight. See, I mean, at, at some point, you want your child to show the same respect to the administrators and to the teachers as as, as she's showing you, or hopefully she's showing you at home. And, and what I'm an advocate of is if she's acting out to the point to where there needs to be some corporal punishment or some discipline, I want the school to call you, have you come down, or have your husband come down, or whoever the dad is, and, and, and then I want you guys to be involved in it. And make her understand that there's a team effort, the teachers and you, to get her a good education and to have her and have her act right. We're so afraid these days. The schools are afraid of lawsuits. Some parents are very, very out of their mind about telling the school what they can and can't do. And the kids are the ones that are walking on both sides. Yep, and the school will not allow us to go to go up there to show them, look, we're on the same side as the school, and if you act this way, you will be punished in front of the school. We're not allowed to do that. We would be reported for abuse. That, child. that doesn't make any sense to me. I know. I agree. Uh, Tiffany, I appreciate you. Thank you. You know, it, it's, a, it's an interesting quandary when you try to figure out what's right and what's wrong about, um, about how we discipline our children in school. And I talk about this often. And, and in talking about the relationship parents have with school districts, with teachers, with, um, with administrators, with school boards... It's getting worse and worse every day because we're not working together to make sure that the child gets the best education to become the most productive, you know, well-rounded American they can be. It really is a problem. The school districts are afraid to do anything because they're going to get sued. They're afraid to fail anybody. They're going to get sued. Parents are acting like this is an acrimony-based relationship, whereas when I was growing up, it was a team effort to make sure that I got a good education. Um, when it comes to spanking, when it comes to corporal punishment, um, there has to be a threat of some action happening to the child for the child to respond the right way. And if they don't respond the right way, there, there has to be a consequence. And, you know, we had a, a generation or two or three of people in this country that ended up being incredibly productive, working in the factories, you know, being, uh, doing trades and wanting to do trades, uh, inventing things, being innovators. And suddenly we now have this me generation, this I generation, where it's all about the individual. You know, what do I get? Why are you treating me that way? Why aren't you treating me like the special person I am? It's a very different thing. And I think a lot of that has to do with how separated the parents are from the teaching anymore. I mean, it used to be when when there was somebody acting up in school, that parent was down there immediately, and the parent and the teacher as the cohesive unit of adults trying to make a great, productive, educated child would get together and say, this is why you can't do what you did. And a kid knew he or she wasn't going to get away with it. Not at home, not at school, not anywhere. We're all watching you. It's not like that anymore, and I don't like that. All right, Adrian Peterson, you heard more details. What do you think about this? And again, now because of this, does this add more fuel to the fire? Does this stoke the flames of people who are trying to, in my in my opinion, because of a couple of A-dubs, trying to ruin or get rid of the NFL or take it down a few notches? Is this going to add fuel to that fire? I think probably yes. 
Because uh, I heard Tom Brokaw or, or earlier today on our flagship talking about the Ray Rice situation. And he said a line that really jumped out at me through the radio. And it just made me go, you know, you're really, really disconnected, Brokaw. But then I realized that he lived in and worked in New York City for as long as he did. So that really is his reality. I'll tell you what he had to say. More of your phone calls on a free speech Friday. 1-800-383-9624. Back after this. This is the Joe Bag Show. Update on this story that we're telling you about Adrian Peterson. Indicted on child abuse charges for using a switch on his son, allegedly. Um, the, the shape of the son's legs has been described by many people who've written about the story. For some reason, WCCO in Minnesota thought it was appropriate to post the picture of this child. Uh, somebody on my Facebook said it's a HIPAA violation. I don't know if it is a HIPAA violation if we don't know the person's name. Um, but that doesn't really matter. I mean, that, that's, I think it's more of a violation of, of using a, a, the image of a child, um, in your, in your, in your social media as a news outlet. I think they'll probably end up taking that picture down. They should anyway. But this update now from Fox 26 in Houston, Adrian Peterson has been deactivated for this Sunday's game. So you're going to very quickly see the the switch, no pun, in, pun intended, of the media from Ray Rice, because I think that that story's, there's nowhere else to advance it other than if you find out that the NFL actually had or saw the video and they're lying about having or seeing it, and then Goodell will be out of a job. But now you're going to see the switch to Adrian Peterson and these, these child abuse charges for the discipline of his child. And again, if that really was a picture of this kid's legs, then he went overboard, and there is a problem there. But you'll see, this is yet another advancement of the, boy, these football players are all very violent. And that's something, Carrie, were you in yet when when we heard this Tom Brokaw thing on the air? No, I was not. Tom Brokaw, Ray Rice, football players are violent. Um, so he does this whole thing, yeah. and and then he says it just goes to show that um, he says something to the effect of more times than not they take their violence from the field to their real lives. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Hmm. And I was thinking, you know, he's getting what? older now. Maybe he's you know partaking in some some drugs or alcohol. I don't know. Mm, I don't know. Could be some meds. Can you imagine know. Tom Brokaw drunk? No. He would sound like this. Dov Rokoff, that's all NBC News. He would sound exactly the same. <laughs> you think so? I don't think he would sound any different. <laughs> that's, you know bad. that's pretty good, actually. <laughs> yes, he was pretty good. Um, and he had been on the air for a long time, so that's kind of odd. But 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 again, Brokaw is jumping into this bandwagon, which, you know, where Costas lives and where and where ESPN and, and last night CBS, as they were doing Thursday Night Football, where they're all camping out now. They're in this... Trail. Don't they understand that out of how many players are in the NFL, hundreds and hundreds, thousands of players are in the NFL on these teams. 
We've got two that we can mention right now. If we think really hard, we could probably come up with four, maybe five, who have done something violent outside of the football field. Even if we can come up with a dozen. Let's say we can come up with 50. That's still nothing. It's a tiny, it's a tiny percentage. If we looked at the percentages of the population who are involved somehow in a domestic violence case and the percentage in the NFL, I don't know it for a fact because I'm not looking at it in front of me. I'll bet the numbers aren't very different. Might even be less in the NFL because you've got a bunch of millionaires who they don't want to lose their millions. You know, it's going to make headlines when somebody who's a big name in the NFL does something stupid. I get that. But to take it to the degree that I've seen this week alone on the Ray Rice case, now the Adrian Peterson case, you know, to take it to that degree as if football perpetrates, you know, beating people or, or you know, abusing people outside of the game, I don't see it. I just don't see it. I reject that as much as I reject video games or violent movies making people become violent in real life. I've been playing video games my whole life, the violent ones. I watch rated R movies anytime I want. Have you seen The Expendables, Carrie? I have not. They kill one million people in the movie. Oh, that's a lot. The, the body counts one million. Yeah, but it doesn't Expendable. make you want to go kill somebody. I, I, it just didn't happen. No. Nope. I've got guns and everything else. Mm-hmm. Still haven't done any of that. Right. Don't plan to. So the idea that football somehow because you're looking to tackle the other guy, you know what they're trying to do. What? They want to fundamentally change football to where it's now flag or touch football. Oh, they no. They don't want tackling it at all. You can't no. lead with your head. You can't tackle it. You can't you know, tackle a receiver. You can't, you can't touch the quarterback. You can't, you know, breathe out anywhere near him. Um, you've got all these rules now uh, that already are changing the game in a massive way. Now... Trust me when I tell you, they'll get some psychologist idiot to come out and say, because of the violent mentality of football and because these people have been playing since they were nine, they can't discern between the football field and their real lives. And I'm here to tell you, on the football field, you're wearing a big, giant uniform with pads and everything else. If you don't know the difference between you being in a stadium with 80,000 yelling, screaming fans and when you're at home having dinner with your wife, well, then you're an idiot. But I really get the feeling, the overwhelming feeling, that there is a push right now, whether it's by now or it's by the the big elite media in New York and L.A. and San Francisco and Chicago. There is a push right now to fundamentally change this game forever. And I'm telling you, those who are anti-football people are going, we finally have our way in here. We finally have what we wanted on this game all these years. We got it because Ray Rice is every football player. Adrian Peterson is every football player. That's what they want us to believe. And you know what? They're not. They're not. Not even for a second. 1-800-383-9624. We'll continue on that. Don't forget, it is Free Speech Friday. Whatever you want to talk about. Stories, well, I, I, mm-hmm. I do anyway. Hey, I do too. What? Come on. I do oh, we're right up against the break. I couldn't hear what you said. I do too. 1-800-383-9624. Joe Pags back after this. This is the Joe Pags Show. Joe Pags. Call 210-737-1200 or 800-383-9624. And now, Joe Pags. 
Hey, pleasure to have you here. Thanks. Joe Pag Show on your radio. Great radio stations across the land, including the American Now stations on a Friday. Strings. Friday. You know it. Friday. Uh huh. Thank God. Thank God it is Friday. What bag? Let's make it a free speech Friday. Let's go. Whatever's on your mind is going to be fair game. If I know something about it, we'll talk about it. If not, we'll move on. Uh, the this the story that's dominating the news right now, and this is this is transcending news and sports, as the Ray Rice situation did, is um, Adrian Peterson. Now, there's there's a further statement from his lawyer now saying he's cooperated the entire time. Um, Adrian uh, disciplined his son the same way he was disciplined. Interestingly, Kerry, he said, growing up in East Texas. Oh, he did not. I swear. Did he really? Oh, yeah. The Rusty Harden statement said that. Uh Um, So, uh, you know, he's that's he's saying, well, it was discipline. He he, um, regrets the unintentional injury. So he's even admitting Hmm. that there's injury here. You wonder what's going to happen with this. And you wonder if the NFL thinks it has to make some sort of a, a an example out of Adrian Peterson now because it did not initially make an example out of um, out of Ray Rice. So, you know, I don't know. We'll see. Now, there's been an arrest warrant for Adrian uh, Peterson has put out now. And one would assume that wherever he is, I don't know if he's in New England or if he's in, I guess he's in Minnesota, um, he'll go home to Houston now and uh, and face the charges. And as Harden said, his lawyer said, um, he hasn't run away from these charges at all. Matter of fact, he's done his due diligence to, to make sure that he, that he faces this head on. And uh, he will cooperate now as he has the entire time. It's going to be interesting to watch and see what happens here. Um, again, it appears as though as though the defense is, you know, he meant to discipline him. And uh, it might have gotten a little out of hand. And he apologizes for any any injury. For those who aren't following the story, um, this is uh, Adrian Peterson's four-year-old son who had the uh, the marks of of getting that discipline or abuse, depending on your perspective. And uh, this inquiry, I guess, started in May. And in August, there was there was a time where Adrian Peterson was away for a couple of days. And Harden is now saying, well, Peterson was testifying for hours and hours on end. And he's been very cooperative. We'll see how it shakes out. But I do think this goes to a, a grander story of... I really do think that there are forces in action now, depending on how they cover this. Because remember, right now, you've got... Um, I'm looking at ESPN right now, live. Breaking news. Adrian Peterson deactivated by Vikings Sunday's game. Peterson indicted for reckless injury to a child. Arrest warrant issued today for Peterson on that charge. And then on the bottom of the crawl, breaking news. Peterson indicted by Mon- Montgomery County, Texas, grand jury on charge of injury to a child. I mean, here you go. 
It's just it's going to be nonstop now. It is. So with the knee-jerk reaction in full play here by the media and by the NFL because of the mishandling of the Ray Rice story, Adrian Peterson, and again, I, I don't know if he's innocent or guilty. He's innocent until proven guilty, but I don't know if he did it or not, You know, to the point to where he was trying to, to abuse the child. And that really doesn't matter if the child has marks and, and it was abused. But had the Ray Rice story not happened... I think that this story would not be as big a thing, although it's still it's still important in their family. Does that make sense, Carrie? It makes perfect sense. Yes. If, if the Ray Rice thing didn't have everybody so on edge, um, I think this is not as big a story. I think though it's still a big story without the Ray Rice, but it's been made bigger. I think after all this has happened in the NFL. Oh, right. No, no. I think that ESPN reports it. I think that it's a story that you hear about. Yeah. It's a story that they that they talk about. Hey, uh, Adrian Peterson facing charges. Here's why. Blah blah. Then they move on to doing some sports. Right. Right. You know, but now you're going to have you're going to have wall to wall coverage of Adrian Peterson flying back up back home, you know, get, going into the police station. Be, the mugshot will be out there soon. I mean, all this is going to be a humongo story now. And again, it's it's an important story that we should hear about, but it's it's a story that you hear about and move on to the next thing on the on the rundown. And I don't think that that's going to happen because of the Ray Rice mishandling. Even if the Ray Rice story had been handled the right way originally, it probably will not. It would not have been as big a story with Adrian Peterson as it's going to be now because everybody's on edge. And you've got some really anti NFL people out there right now trying to find a reason to to change. This game forever, if not make it go away, which they're not going to be able to do. It's too, it's too big a, a, an industry. Very interesting. Let, let me go to the phone lines here. A lot of people have a lot to say. Let me say hello and welcome to David, who is in Houston. David, what's going on? Hi. Hey, happy Friday to you, Joe and Kerry. Yeah, right back at you. I, let me tell you, I grew up in uh, Tyler, just up the ways a bit from Palestine, where I believe uh, he hails from. And uh, when I was a kid, not exaggerating. The uh, vice principal of school, uh, middle school would walk around with paddle in hand. And if you acted out, he would bend you over right then and there in the cafeteria and give you a lick. And you, you, were pro- you probably there. made sure you weren't going to act out then. <laughs> well, you know, you, you would rather have it there than uh, if he called your dad because you go home and you get it twice. Oh, yeah. So, But I, I tell you, kids behave. They respect authority. And I do think that corporal punishment is, is a tool that can be useful at times. That principal would be arrested today. Exactly. But as far as the lacerations and all that, as a defense attorney, I've seen so many ORs where they list multiple contusions and lacerations. What that really means is the tiniest little bump, the tiniest little bruise, the tiniest little scratch could be considered that. What it tells me is that Peterson isn't necessarily as experienced at giving a whooping as he should be. They're going to pick a switch you got to know to get the bark off of it, get the little nubs off of it, because those are going to be the things that leave those inadvertent scratches. And, of course, you know, if you don't put the kid's heads on, hands on the, the headboard, they're going to reach back and try to cover it up, and you're going to get those what they call defensive wounds. So, now, now, now you, you, you said you're a defense attorney. What do you think happens here? Um, unfortunately, politics of the day are going to rule out. Um, and it'll probably end up going to trial. I, I don't, I don't know about how Rusty's going to handle it, but uh, politics are going against them. 
Well, I, I, I think I think Rusty's Rusty's really good. I've interviewed him. He's a cool guy. He represented sure, sure. Uh, uh, Roger Clemens, um, and and Rusty's going to get him. I'm sure it'll be a plea bargain. I'm sure it'll be something that that's knocked down to to something very very small. He'll pay the fine. He'll do community, whatever he has to do. My question is, I, I wonder if you were his attorney, how would you handle the NFL, who's probably going to ban him for half the season now because they think they have to. <laughs> he better get on the phone with uh, the players union right away and get geared up because yeah they're going to come at him full barrel um and it's just really bad timing for this to happen and in my mind unless it's really really extreme injuries in those pictures it's nothing but a father disciplining his son and i give wide wide latitude to a child to a father because racing choice is hard um but the timing of it couldn't have been worse now, I, I agree with you. David, thank you. I appreciate you. Open line now, 1-800-383-9624 or JoePags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M. We've had uh, melting down phone lines since the beginning of the program, and that's why I've got other avenues for you to get a hold of us. You can go to the Facebook page. You can go on the Twitter. You can go uh, send me an email. It's all at JoePags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M. It really is, you know, look, he left Mark's. He, he should have been smarter about how he was disciplining his child. He shouldn't have left marks. It's something he shouldn't have done. Um, I, I hear all that. But, but like he said, I could not agree more. The timing of this coming out right now on the heels of, you know, a major broadcast network having its first Thursday night game completely altered, you know, a half an hour or more of talking about abuse and, and off-the-field stuff that shouldn't matter when that game is about to go on. This is not good timing for Adrian Peterson. And again, I don't think the legal system will do anything differently than it would, that it would normally have done. And I think Rusty, you know, will will be a good enough lawyer for him and 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 get him to 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 plea down the charge or or you know get the least amount he can get as far as punishment. But when it comes to the NFL, they're going to feel like they have to throw the entirety of the NFL at this guy to say, "Look, we're not playing around. We don't take child abuse lightly." That really is what I see happening here. One eight hundred three eight three nine six two four. Stay here. You're listening to Joe Pags. Appreciate you stopping by. I'm getting a text during the show. You ever get that, Carrie? Uh, yeah, my mom does that all the time. What are you Tell doing? Tell the truth. Tell the truth. What? You text during the entire show. I don't. Not the I entire caught you show. several times so, during commercial breaks. Texting your ass off. Sometimes I have to text people. I'm a very busy woman. Two weeks ago, Thursday, you had no ass. You were texting your ass <laughs> off the entire program. <laughs> And you know it. I actually oh, walked in on you on the cell phone during the show. What Get are you talking about? No, I don't do that. No. Tell the truth. No, I don't do that. You've never talked to somebody on the cell phone during the show. Not in a long time. That's an odd silence. That was a weird silence. Not in, not in a long time. Only if it's like an emergency. Okay. Oh, the emergency is. I don't know what's for dinner tonight. I try. That's not it. Always try to wait during Crazy. commercial breaks. It's uh, 1-800-383-9624. My, my, uh, my daughter, Gabby, got bitten by a, a bee yesterday Ooh. on her hand. 
And um, I, thinking I was the smart guy, said, give her some Benadryl. But I was told, oh, au contraire, that'll make her drowsy. Yes, And she will. has a game, you know, to cheer at tonight. Yes. So now I'm getting a text. Uh, her that. hand is really swollen. Ice isn't helping. I'm hmm. like, well, no. I mean, it's an allergic reaction. It's not swollen from Poor getting kid. hit. Um, and the question was, can can she have Zyrtec? And I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, give her some allergy medicine. Yeah, something maybe to help it. I'm, I'm just saying. Go down. But uh, and then and then of course I followed Dr. up. With, but but you realize I'm on I'm on the radio right now, right? <laughs> but it's an important thing. It's about your kid. I should probably just stop what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's um uh the Joe Pag show, and and we've got a lot that I want to get to. Uh, Karina, did did you um? post that picture of that gross looking burger in, in Japan is that is that on the website I haven't posted it I can could you do that please and, and and I want people to let me know if they would eat that would you eat it no Carrie have you seen the burger I have not no okay, Karina, Karina will post it it's over at um joepags.com click on the radio station where you listen or click on American now it'll take you to another page where you'll see this this gross looking burger what is up what is on that burger? Why is it so gross? It, well, you have to see it. Ah, fine. Give me some crap like, like I'm going to... Why would I tell you the story if I want you to go look at it? <laughs> All right, fine. You're really a little Post bit uppity it. today. Very uppity today. <laughs> I'm sorry. I promised in the tease that you heard on your radio station earlier today, I'd tell you uh, about the former administration guy who's now working for a network. It's Jay Carney, and uh, he's going to work for CNN. Um, He's going to contribute, which means get paid to do. Um, to various CNN programs. One of your favorite people. Well, I mean, if you if you want to um, watch somebody lie their faces off, turn on CNN <laughs> when Jay Carney is on. Oh, uh, selling he, he point. He's a, a paid liar for a long time. I mean, I have I've rarely seen somebody that proficient at it. So it'll be interesting. I mean, suddenly we were supposed to watch him. And then not think that he's taking a side. Hmm. Watch him and not think that he's going to constantly, you know, um, support and protect the administration he just worked for. Come on. Yeah, he is. What are you talking about here? President. Come on. Matt. So that's the guy that I was talking about. Back to the phone lines in a free speech Friday. Let me say hello and welcome to Tom San Antonio. What's happening, Tom? Hello, Joe. Glad to finally get to speak with you. Appreciate it. What's uh, happening? What I wanted to share, you know, in the Ray, uh, Ray Rice situation, the uh, judge allowed him to enter into pre-trial scenario where he doesn't go to trial and won't have any charges. Right. Well, this is the same judge that you know, there was a black woman, single mom, that uh, had a concealed carry license. I get the two states involved. Uh, there's New Jersey and one other. But she'd cross state lines into a state that didn't allow concealed carry. And this is the same judge that handled the Ray Rice, and he's denying her the option to go into pre-trial. And Governor Christie's gotten hold of it, and some of other some other uh, legislators, and it's just uh, it's going to be a big ruckus. I don't think, I, I, Tom, I, Tom, I love you like a brother. I, I don't think you got it right. It's not the judge who did this. The prosecutor allowed for this to happen. The prosecutor. Okay. That the prosecutor could have, in fact, leveled uh, you know some serious charges on Ray Rice. Instead, he he um, agreed to allow Rice to go and do this deferred um, uh, the, this deferred prosecution 
as long as he goes to this pre-trial, whatever this thing is, this seminar, this training, this this violence issue, whatever the hell it is, he allowed yeah, that I to said, happen. The prosecutor should have thrown the yeah he should have thrown the he should have thrown the book he should have thrown he should I said he should have thrown the book at Ray Rice and we probably would not be where we are right now. Ray Rice would be behind bars. As I said, I stand corrected. The prosecutor is the same prosecutor. You can research that if you wish. Well, I don't disagree with you. I just, you said judge, and I just wanted to make sure you understood that it was the prosecutor that made this decision. Yeah. Yeah, I misspoke there. That's okay. That's cool. No, I I will look into. I will look into it, Tom. I mean, that's a major problem. It's a major problem that the same prosecutor uh, is is giving special favoritism to one person while he over prosecutes somebody else. Well, just if you research it, you'll find out this is going to be ongoing with Governor Christie involved. Uh, very thank good. You very much for your time. All right, Tom, I'll check it out. Thank you. Yeah, I wasn't being rude to Tom, but I just wanted to, to, to clear up the fact that Ray Rice wasn't in front of a judge when this happened. The prosecutor has that has that um that ability to to make a decision. And the decision he made, I don't know if he's a Ray Rice fan or what the story was, but it, it, what bothers me the most about that decision, um and they do. It's just like cops when they pull you over. They they have they have the the ability to to give you a ticket or not give you a ticket. It's called discretion. Um, this prosecutor has the discretion, you know, where he or she wants to take the case. And to decide this, having seen both videotapes, that's what bothers me the most, Carrie. He saw mm-hmm. all of the evidence involved. Mm, yes. And, and that videotape from inside the elevator where he actually punches the woman, Janae Palmer, mm-hmm. now, now Janae Rice, um, that video was seen. That video was going to be seen by the grand jury, but for some reason, this prosecutor said, "You know, let's avoid all that and let mm. me let you off easy." And that doesn't that make any sense get. to me. It doesn't. Let me go back to it. It's going to be Bill in California. Bill, what's going on? Hi. Yeah. Hi, Jay. How you doing? Living the dream, my friend. What's up? Great. I'm in Southern California now, but I was raised in Southern New Jersey, just outside of Philadelphia. Yeah. And uh, the truth is, is that this whole child abuse thing, this is politically correct run amok, and liberals run amok, and they're trying to take all this. And it's not that they're saying anything about it. Maybe he shouldn't have punished them that bad. But they always take it to the extreme. They always take it over the top. When I was a kid, I was an artistic kid, and one summer I just wrote in a curb in some wet cement, and it turned out that it wasn't the city's, even though that wouldn't be right to do, but it was up on private property, and it belonged to a woman, and it went into her driveway. She called the police, and they called my parents, and the police condoned me getting the strap from my father. And uh, in addition to the strap, I had to go out in the hot sun in the summer with a whetstone and with a bucket of water. And while they were watching, I stayed there for hours, for three days straight, until I rubbed off every single mark I put on that cured concrete. Now, fast forward as an adult. I became an actor and a special effects artist, and I cast molds and things, and now I write in the concrete, so to speak, acceptably. That was a course correction for me, Joe. That put me in the right direction. And when I got inducted into the Stuntman's Hall of Fame as an honorary stuntman, because I do stuff that helps the stunt guys, I actually kind of cringed for a moment because... It was a footprinting ceremony, and I actually made a joke out of it saying, wow, am I allowed to do this because I got punished for this when I was a kid? And the bottom line is that there's so many kids today, Joe, that don't get that course correction, and they keep going in the wrong direction, and I see them all the time because I go and I speak in schools and things, and they need the switch or the belt 
today. Bill, I hear you. I got to run, my friend. I appreciate the story. I really do. I don't think anybody's ever said my name that much in one call, though. That's a lot. Carrie. That's a lot. You know Joe. what I mean, Carrie? I know what you mean, Joe. Carrie, you really good, Carrie. Joe, no, I know. Bill, I appreciate the story. Thanks. Keep it right here. Joe Pags. Thanks, the Joe Pag Show on your radio. Great radio stations. Including the American Now stations. Appreciate you. I have put a, uh, a post on both Facebook and Twitter. They're both Joe Talk Show. It's either at Joe Talk Show or it is um, Facebook.com slash Joe Talk Show. Just ask it where you're listening. I love hearing from you. Now the the response has been overwhelmingly positive. We're glad to to, to have you. I, I think we've been doing it on on a broader scale now. I think this is four weeks, isn't it? Mm, I think that's what like it that. is. Yeah. And uh, four weeks in, I think that we've numbed their minds enough <laughs> to where they kind of they kind of like it. Yeah. They well, they either uh, like it or at least just around. accept it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I guess and I just I'll wanna, listen. And in this day and age, I just want to ask you one question: Why can't you tolerate my show? Mm. Why can't you be accepting? Uh, anyway, it's uh, 1-800-383-9624 on a Friday, a free speech Friday. That's how we do on the Joe Pag Show. I've got a lot of other stuff that I want to get to. Uh, we now have posted, um, Karina, thank you. We've posted a link to that burger. That looks I wanna, disgusting. I want to know if you'd eat the burger. Mm. Who would eat that? Mm-mm. No. I just don't know who thought of it. That's a terrible who idea. Said, he said, hey, hey, <laughs> stop what you're doing. This is what people want. I've got a great idea. I just want to know. Mm-mm. Just go right now. <laughs> Facebook.com slash Joe Talk Show or at Joe Talk Show. Click on the link. I need to know if you would eat that burger. That just does not look appetizing whatsoever. I, I just don't get it's, it. It's nasty. Mm-mm. I mean, I'm looking at it right now. And I think the person who thought of it should be fired. <laughs> what if you're really, 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 really hungry? No, you hadn't eaten I starved. Two days. <laughs> no, 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 I starved. I'm, I'm not I just, down with that. I don't think it would taste very good. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Not going to happen. It's nasty. All right. Uh, let me let me go to the phone lines here. Say hello and welcome to, let's see who's been on here. Ken, Delaware. What's happening, Ken? Hi. Well, good evening, everyone. How you doing? We're, we're doing great. Put your face closer to the phone, can you? Oh, okay. I'm mobile and I got you going through my radio. How's that? Uh, that's much better. What's on your mind? Oh, well, anyway, just, just thinking about corporal punishment. I was raised with corporal punishment. I raised my children with corporal punishment. Yeah. And, 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 and just common sense tells you I got my point across. But it's not just, oh, they did some bad. Boom, beat them. You, you talk to them. You also let them know, um, you know, why they're being disciplined. And then just good common sense. Like the man that mentioned, uh, I think he said he was in Highland, Texas. You know, when you're preparing that switch, like you said, you peel off the bark and knock the little nub buds off. You sit, they're sitting there looking at, oh, what are they, what's going to happen here? You know, so it's just a common sense effort of being wise and disciplining your children. And see, here, here's where everything fell off course. I could go on for a long time, so you might have to stop me. I know you will. I'll stop you at some point, but go ahead. Okay. But I, I equate that same behavior with, with what happened with smokers. 
smokers brought all this on themselves when they started smoking in, uh, in uh, elevators and, and not being courteous smokers. And the very same thing you're talking about with the NFL, there's a, there might be an element out there that's saying, how can we make this game not as relevant to those that enjoy the game? Right. So it's just another snowball effect. In other words, I love you, AP, but you, you kind of blew it on the parenting issue because I'm thinking – if you loved him, you'd be looking him in the eye and getting a feel for where's he coming from. My mother used to shame me. She she reached the point where she didn't beat me anymore with a strap because she got better better result with tearing up my eyes. Now, son, you know, you know, giving you the you know, the young son. I'm gonna give you one last one and then I'm gonna let you make me go. My daughter, she's a grown woman. She's 31. One of the most uh, uh, memorable moments, and then we have a lot. But when she turned 15 one year, and I asked her what she wanted for her birthday, yeah. and she said she no longer wanted to be corrected with the rod of correction, the strap. Wow. And I tell, I looked to her, and I said, well, if you're smart enough to know that, by golly, then I'm smart enough to release you from that. Uh, well, well, Ken, let me ask you something. Do you have about 10 or 11 more stories? Because I don't feel like talking today. <laughs> no, dude, you did a great job. I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. Um couple of things for the phone call. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you, you discipline your children because it's biblical to discipline your children. And if you do it right and you do it where you're not harming them and where you're not, you know, leaving a lasting, um, you know, disability later because you had an abusive childhood. If you do it to the point to where they understand that it's out of love and it's out of, out of, out of making you realize that listening to mommy and daddy is the right way to go. This is the example I gave my children when later in life they were like, hey, so did you spank us? Yeah, yeah, I had to. Um, but here's why. When you first started walking, if you somehow got away from me, which didn't happen very often because I held your hand pretty tightly, but if I said, stop, I needed you to stop. Or if I said, come here, I needed you to come here. And if you didn't do that, the next thing that happened could have been a truck barreling down the road. Or the next thing could have happened was you're about to touch a hot iron or a stove. I mean, it was important that you listen to me without any questioning. If you listen to what I said, I'm going to get you to 18 safe and sound. That's my job as your parent. And, and, and honestly, I truly believe that. Now, there are some of you people out there who are a little nuts who think that any spanking, any, any corporal punishment at all is bad and wrong, I'm here to tell you that it is the most effective way to make sure your kids do exactly what you want, exactly when you want them to do it. And that's vital when they're growing up. Because little kids will get into anything and they have no fear. So that's the, the, the explanation I gave. But if you're leaving marks and leaving bruises and making somebody bloody, you have a misconception of what discipline is. And, and that's important. Um, what I also liked, uh, uh, hearing from, uh, the caller Ken in, in Delaware was how he got louder as the call went on. I started thinking he might've been really short. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, because generally, generally speaking, those Bluetooth things that, that come installed in your car to where you can hear the, the, the phone call through the radio, mm-hmm. they're over your head. But if he's like four foot two. You know what I mean? No, no. He sounded very tall on the phone. I think he got taller as the call went on. (laughs) And louder. And just for those listening, um, Adrian Peterson's nickname is not AP, it's AD. When he said AP, I thought he was talking about the Associated Press. (laughs) That's my first thought. You know why it's AD? Why? Uh, It stands for all day. It means means that he can run all day. Got it. 
Um, and I think maybe his dad gave him that nickname. I think maybe. <laughs> but it's not AP. It's AD. All right. It's uh, 1-800-383-9624. Right back at it. Let me say, uh, say hi to Susan in uh, Seguin. Hi, Susan. What's going on? Hey, Joe. How you doing? I'm living the dream. How are you? I'm fantastic. Um, I'm calling actually about your daughter's bee sting. Now, I said my daughter was bitten by a bee, and I immediately got an email from Gary, who's an ass wagon, to tell uh-huh. me that bees don't bite, they sting. So, yes, oh. Susan, my, my daughter was stung by the bee. Go ahead. Okay, so the stinger stays. you got to get the stinger out. If there's that chance that you're around anybody that smokes, you can get tobacco, dampen it, moisten it, whatever, get it on there, and it actually will draw out the poison and the pain. Really? Yes. I, I've, I thought I heard aloe or something works that way, no, but you're telling me serious. tobacco does it? Yes, I swear to God. So, I mean, you have to actually take a cigarette and take all the tobacco out of it and then a moisten it? A little bit of it. A little bit of it. Maybe dime-sized, if that. And then moisten I could, it. i got to be honest. I have nobody around me who smokes, to be honest with you. Is there any other way to do it? I mean, and is the no. stinger always in there? Well, you can get the stinger out. No, the stinger, it'll come out eventually. But, yeah. I mean, that will continue to cause discomfort because that's where the poison is, you know, for the for the bee. Right, right. But, Damn yeah. bee. Yeah. All right. Well, I have to I have to go befriend a smoker. Uh, be befriend a smoker now. I don't think I know any smokers anymore. <laughs> Susan, I appreciate you, Edison. Thank you. Actually, had somebody write me with the same sort of thing. Um, get a tobacco leaf. And I don't generally I have a that. big tobacco leaf hanging around in the house. Yeah. Why don't you get one of those? I mean, nobody on our staff smokes. No. I mean, Polo's so laid back. Some people wonder if he smokes something else, but. <laughs> I don't think there's no tobacco being, uh, I don't, I gotta be honest. I can't think of it. May I, I might have a sister. My sister might still smoke. I'm not sure. Maybe, but she's not around hmm. me. Uh, you need something now. I don't think I know anybody else who's smoking. Huh? No. Uh-uh. All right. Uh, 1-800-383-9624. You know, a little Benadryl, a little, little Zyrtec, whatever. And, uh, maybe help. that's get that swelling yeah. down. Um, there, I know there was another, uh, wives tale about, about getting the stinger out. I thought it had to do with aloe vera, no? Is that I, not right? I don't know about aloe know. with the bee sting. I'm not sure. All right. Uh, don't put aloe on it. I want you to get in trouble. Let me go to Steve in Pennsylvania. Steve, what's going on? Hi. Hey. How's it going this evening? Hey. Living a dream, my friend. What's up? Okay. Uh, you talked about the aggression on the field and off the field as far as the football players. I talked about the media blaming uh, the aggression on the field to, to making it go off the field. Yes. Yeah, well, that might have a little bit to do with it, but I would think that uh, I, I've never heard anybody mention this, though. All the padding and, you know, the bulletproofness that goes on in football, why don't they go, to old, go back to old school pads? You know what I'm saying? No, what does that have to do with uh, with uh, Adrian Peterson beating his child? Well, well I don't know what you're saying. Just just, just tell me. With, but, you know, as far as football goes, taking aggression off the field if they, you know, if they came at somebody real hard, you know, with just a leather helmet and no, no, hardly any pads at all, I think it put everybody back into perspective a little bit. Okay, all right, good, Steve. Thank you. Appreciate you. Love, love Pennsylvania. Have yourself a weekend. Carrie, you, you got, you got any of that? Um, no. Um, I think he was probably not calling really on Adrian Peterson. I think he was calling on Free Speech Friday, and uh, he wants he wants football to become old school football again. Right. Gotcha. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. There you go. One eight hundred three eight three nine six two four. Much more to come. Keep it here. 
Joe Pags. You know, um, we haven't done an, uh, an ass wagon award in a while, and uh, I do believe I've got an A dub of the week um, winner after the top of the hour. So make sure you stick around for that. Ooh, that'll be good. A dub of the week. Mm, can't wait. If people aren't familiar with that, get familiar with it. That's what we do. <laughs> we call out the A dubs. Um, meantime, though, we talked about that that burger over at Burger King. I don't know what the person was thinking. I think they should be fired. Mm-hmm. It's nasty. I'm calling for a lot of people to be fired today. I just know. Just start, let's start deal, firing man? people. Oh. Just just fire them. It's rude. Um, but if you haven't gone to go check out that burger, go check it out. JoePags.com. Click on the Facebook link or the or the Twitter and go there and make a comment. And and well, one guy said it looks like a it looks like a mushroom, like a mushroom. Mm. Not really, I don't think. I mean, it looks gross. I just, I don't, I don't, mm, mushroom. mushroom. I don't see mushroom, but. But here's a list from uh, foxnews.com talking about food. Five things you're eating that make you look older. Oh, good. And I'm guessing you probably eat all this stuff. Shut up. What? <laughs> you're so rude. What does that mean? <laughs> rude. Uh, this is written by Alicia Fetters. Alicia Fetters. Who's that old man looking back at you in the mirror? Well, not my mirror. Mm, some guy who's been eating the wrong foods that's who well that's some good writing right there (laughs) no food is going to age you in a day but a lifetime of overindulging and the wrong choices can certainly set you up to look older and wrinkle faster Mm. says nutritionist jamie mass rdn ldn okay there you go rdn letters yeah the reason is twofold first a host of foods can cause widespread inflammation and free radical damage in your body that can attack your skin as if you were sitting SPF-less in the sun smoking a cigarette. Ugh, that's terrible. Which is what I do every Saturday, by the way. <laughs> and second, not. if you are uh, filling up on bad skin foods, you probably aren't eating enough of the ones that counteract cellular damage to make you look younger, says Samantha B. Conrad, MD, Northwestern Medicine Health System Clinician. In dermatology. Oh, my God, with Hmm. the titles. Really? Wow. Really? That's a long one. (laughs) Here, the five foods that are adding years to your face. Number one, sugar. (laughs) What evilness does that sweet stuff commit? In the body, excess sugars can undergo a process called glycation, glycation, in which they collide with proteins or fats to form damaged proteins aptly called AGEs or advanced glycogen or advanced glycation end products throughout your body, skin included. Not only do these proteins function poorly, but they are less elastic than than nature intended. Blah, blah, whatever. Charbroiled burgers, number two. Hmm. Can't have charbroiled burgers. I guess I'm finna die. Oh, no. (laughs) Because I love beef and charbroil. I'm not a big sugar guy. I I eat very little of any sugar. But uh, charbroiled burgers. Not bad. In the belly. Mm hmm. And the belly. Foods that have been heated at high temperatures also have gone through the process of glycation. Mass says, what's more, direct exposure to temps above 300 degrees can trigger the production of pro-inflammatory heterocyclic amines, HCAs, and 
polycyclic aromic hydrocarbons. I'll kiss my ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. You know, oh this crap? my gosh. Check it's out how burnt you. meat can wreck your health. Hey, don't shoot the messenger. Fried foods is number three. Uh-oh. Can't eat fried food. You can't have anything fun. Man, this list stinks. Can't have anything fun. Uh, not only can they give you a double chin, fried foods, and fat can cause inflammation by all by itself, but fried foods, trans fat, sets off the inflammatory pathways in the body, leading to the breakdown of collagen, your skin's main structural protein. Mass says, enter wrinkles. Mm-hmm. Of course, the next one, if you're going to knock out the fried foods and the charred, uh, the charred burgers, you definitely can't have any alcohol. Oh, bummer. That's number four. Boozy beverages affect the function of your body's number one detoxifying organ, your liver. When the liver is damaged or slowed in its ability to function well and flush toxins from your system, you just might see the effects in your skin. Mass says, what's more, even uh, even though knocking back a few drinks can help you fall asleep or pass out, alcohol consumption can prevent you from entering into the deepest, most restore, restorative, he said, stages of sleep. And when you're skimping on sleep, your skin missed out on important repair time. Silver lining, beer and red wine may not be as damaging to the body as other drinks, she says, while cracking over another, open another Michelob. <laughs> I think you added that one in there. Do Michelob still make beer? <laughs> I think I'm not they a beer do. Guy. I think they do. Polo Michelob, is that still available? I believe so. I don't know. Michelob. No idea. Who's the drinker on staff? Oh, Karina, is Michelob still available? What? Don't say that. What? She's 24 and young. She's out there getting loaded. You know, no, she's not. These kids do these she's things. She's very responsible. Oh, I'm not saying she's irresponsible. I just think she she throws a couple back. Oh, okay. I see. Karina, do you drink the beer? Um, Sometimes. See? I don't drink a see? lot, though. There's the drinker. Sound horrible. There's our little lush on the radio right there. Oh, stop. She's ours. She's all ours. <laughs> Well, Paula doesn't drink. I don't drink. Do you drink? Uh, occasionally, I like a wow. glass of red wine. Wow, the women. What? The women oh, are getting me. it done on staff. Really? <laughs> we have social lives. You Hello. two need to. Oh, whatever. You two need to go on a program. Okay, oh, just knock it off right stop. now. What? We are fine. The number five food that's going to make make you look old, and um, I mean, from what I understand, Carrie has so stop. far she's one hundred percent batting a thousand. <laughs> number five is packaged foods. You can't mm-hmm. have packaged foods. Wow, what can you have? For heaven's sakes. Con- Conrad notes, well, you can have asparagus sprouts. <laughs> that's it. Nice. Conrad notes that in countries that consume little to no processed foods, people have remarkably healthier skin than in countries that eat from boxes and jars. While nitrates may spur inflammation, salt dries the skin, and can damage its capillaries. Mass says the result, everything from eight spots to acne to rosacea, just another reason to, per- to peruse the produce aisle. Um, <laughs> I have an idea. We're in trouble. The writer of that story, who's it, Alicia? <laughs> Alicia Fetters may line up and kiss my ass. <laughs> Thank you. That's you know, terrible. Just, I, hate know, that I, almost hate, I thought the list was going to be fun. I, almost, I hate lists like this because they're all holier than now. Oh, they're I holier know. than Don't now. Don't do this. Don't oh, do that. Yeah. Nah, bad, bad. And if you do that, you're going to yeah. die. Well, shut up. I can't sit down. I'm going to die. I can't stand. I'm going to die. I can't eat this. I'm going to die. I can't I know, not eat we that. Can't win. I'll die. You can't win. No. Guess what, Alicia? We're all going to die at some point. 1 800 383 9624. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. Call 210-737-1200 or 800-383-9624. And now, Joe Pags. 
Yes, indeed. Glad to have you along for the ride. Joe Pag show on a Friday. A free speech Friday. Here's how we do, 1-800-383-9624, whatever's on your mind, fair game. If I know something about it, we'll talk about it. If not, we will move on. Appreciate you. Carrie, it's been a while. Should I play it? Sure, why not? No idea what I'm talking about. I have no idea. Oh, man. Why not? Come on. Buddy Mark put this together for us. JPS. That much and if you're gonna call in, you better know your facts. Oh, facts. <laughs> well, he might let you ramble on a minute or two. Love you like a brother while he's hanging up on you. I would never hang up on him. You know, there's never no spin. He tells the truth. He stays on top of everyday news. Every day you better turn him. Yes. There you go, Carrie's how we do. It's a little JPS for you. I like the other version. Mark, Mark Skelton. What do you mean the other? I'm not playing the your little version. karaoke. Very lucky. <laughs> that was a great a one. Uh, he does great work, but he really, uh, he was not feeling it that day when he did the karaoke <laughs> that song. That was great, the first part of it anyway. Uh, may, maybe sometime next week, we'll see. Uh, I do have a, um, uh, it's not even a nominee, I'm just going to go ahead and give him the award, the Ass Wagon of the Day award. Oh, the good. A-Dub of the Day! A <laughs> little of that. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a fire chief. You're like, how do you, how could you possibly call a fire chief an A-Dub? Mm, that's terrible. So again, I mean, people know that my dad was a firefighter in the Air Force, and and my uncles and and uh, you know cousins were firefighters in Long Island on Long Island, New York, and you know, I've got a long. My other grandfather was the fire chief in Belmore, New York. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, got to got to show reverence, mm-hmm. and I love me some firefighters. Don't get me wrong. This is from something called Top Right News, which is a dumb name of the story or the dumb name of the site, but. Um, it also, there's a video from a TV station, WGN in Chicago that verifies the story is real. So I've attributed it now. Fire chief says American flag stickers must go citing racism, believes firefighters or relieves firefighters of duties for displaying them. Now you didn't misunderstand me. He actually fired some firefighters because they would not take these stickers off of their lockers. Because they're racist. Turns out they're racist because they they have the American flag sticker and they have um, they have the armed forces stickers, either um, Army, Navy, Air Force, or Marines. <laughs> There's something very wrong with this guy. I don't know how he became the the fire chief. Here's the story. 
And then there's actually an update to the story that I think people will be very happy about. And I got this story, by the way, posted on my uh, my my website, just or the Facebook page. Stop by facebook.com slash Joe Talk Show. Like the page, comment at as you as you'd like, and uh, see this story. And also, you got to tell me if, you, if you'd eat that burger. I mean, nobody's saying they'd eat it, right? It's gross. I don't know anybody who would. One of the biggest problems, the story goes, in America today is how some people see false racism or bigotry nearly everywhere they look. They see what they want to see. This guy, obviously, not a journalist. This is somebody who's giving their opinion. A bigger problem is many of those uh, people are in positions of authority, such as the case in a Chicago suburb where four firefighters have been relieved of their duties for refusing to remove American flags from their lockers and helmets. The four were disciplined after um, they refused to comply with an order issued last week by Maywood Fire Chief Craig Brana or Brona, something like that. He claims that there is a culture of racism in the department and issued a strict memo saying all decals and stickers, including American flags and military stickers, should be removed from lockers and helmets. Quote, as fire chief here, I cannot afford nor tolerate, he told WGN. He cites a picture of a monkey smoking a cigarette that he found taped on a locker as evidence of the racist culture. WGN um, had video of it. Now, I watched this story. I'm not going to play the audio from the story. It takes a little bit too long. It's like three minutes long. But very basically, you've got four firefighters who are involved here. Two are white. One is Latino, right from Cuba. And the fourth one is, you guessed it, a black guy. How is it that they're in trouble with this, and the fire chief is black? How is it they're in trouble with the fire chief? I mean, even if it were four white guys, it doesn't automatically mean that that they're racist. But you you want to hear more about the story at that point. But this does, just doesn't even make any sense. This is just a guy running a, a, a substation or a fire department in a in a suburb of Chicago who's just, he's out of his mind. From WMAQ-TV, firefighters may return to work. This is an update because the mayor actually came down to the fire the fire chief and said, what's the matter with you? So the update is, the firefighters may return to work and can keep their American flag stickers posted. Maywood Fire Chief Craig Brown said after he was the target of massive pressure from the public. However, the firefighters say they're still filing a hostile work grievance against the chief. Some firefighters told the top right news that the chief is still banning stickers such as the for the branches of service in which they served, 9-11 remembrances, etc., and say many feel that Mayor Perkins should fire Brana for making irresponsible and inflammatory statements alleging false racism and retaliating against those displaying the American flag. Let me ask you this. Can you trust a fire chief, a chief of a department, who is so stupid as to force firefighters to take down remembrance stickers for 9-11. Three, I think the number is 342, might be higher. 300 some odd firefighters died in the World Trade Center on 9-11, going up the stairs as everybody else was going as fast as they could down the stairs. They were going upstairs to try to stop the fire, to try to save lives and save property. When they died, the building crushed them. Please explain to me 
how a fire chief anywhere in the United States of America doesn't know that fact. Please explain to me how a firefighter, a fire chief, has a problem with an Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine sticker. Please explain to me how he ever could have had a problem with the American flag. Which, by the way, are you ready for this factoid? By the way, the American flag is on the sleeve of his uniform. He's such an idiot. Uh, It's on the uniform that he wears. But somehow, they were perpetrating racism through the stickers they were putting on on lockers. Can I can I say something? Carrie, may I speak freely? Yes, you may. Go ahead. <laughs> it's your show. It's something I never do. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Gorillas exist. Monkeys exist. I have never thought to myself that there is any comparison between gorillas, monkeys, chimpanzees, or anything else, and a race of people. The fact that this fire chief made some connection, and I saw the picture of the of the locker where the chimp with a, it was a, maybe even an orangutan, with a, a cigarette, it's underneath an American flag or something. I don't understand how anybody looks at that picture and without something on there that says, look, it's the chief, without that on there, how they can make that leap to say that must be a picture that somehow is supposed to resemble the chief. If that's to make that leap tells me you can't be in a position of authority. That tells me there's something wrong with you. Your thoughts, 1-800-383-9624, 1-800-383-9624, or stop by the Facebook page, and uh, it's facebook.com slash Joe Talk Show. We've, we've made an item out of that where you can go and actually watch that news story from WGN if you want to see it, and uh, you'll see what it is that he was complaining about. you got to go and check it out. All right, uh, 1-800-383-9624, Joe Pags, back after this. This is the Joe Pags Show. Joe Pag Show on your radio. Appreciate you stopping by. Let me grab some phone calls on a free speech Friday. You, you know, that's what we do, Carrie. I know. It is Friday. A lot, a lot of phone calls. I mean, mm-hmm. we do a lot of phone calls anyway. By the way, TMZ is now is now posting three or four different pictures of the kid. Oh, great. I just don't understand why why they, they've lost all journalistic integrity, period. I, Stop it. I don't know. I Stop it. wouldn't do that. You know, this is a minor. I mean, when I worked on television... You know, we would be very wary of, of ever naming a minor. Now, they're going to say, well, we didn't name him. Well, hell, you're we showing, full, who we, who he you're is, showing full color pictures. We yeah. know who his dad is. Yeah. We know where he lives. We do know who he is. Stop. Yeah. All right. All right, to the phone lines here. Hector is on line three. Hector, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe. Good day to you. Hey, Joe. We're right back Hi, at you. Um, my daughter, for one, says, could be a mean to carry. Okay, you know, Carrie is the mean one here, Hector. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Go ahead, man. What's happening? One question I have is that I don't fully understand that. Maybe you can explain this to me. Is that uh, Governor Perry vetoed something? He got in trouble, sent to jail. Um, 
I know that Obama's broken so many laws, vetoed something. Why is it that they have not done anything to him or pulled him out of office? And if there's so much, uh, I, I get so upset with what Obama does. What is it that we as a nation could do to really just get this guy out of office? Because he doesn't, I don't think he has the American people's uh, interest at all. It's interesting. I mean, Governor Perry didn't go to jail. I mean, there was a mugshot, and then he bailed out for, right away. But he was charged with, um, with uh, what, coercion. He was charged with misuse of power. Um, it, all he did was say no to a $7.5 million integrity unit in Austin because the prosecutor in Austin, he doesn't believe, has any integrity. And I'll say it right now. I don't think she has any integrity because she was, she was convicted of drunken driving. Um, he said if she's still the prosecutor, he was going to veto it. She didn't step down, so he vetoed it. Um, that's really the, 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 the long and short of it. And he's, by the way, he's going to be scot-free on that. Those charges are going to go away. It's a stupid, it's a stupid allegation. This was political to try to stop him or hurt him, uh, in his hope to run for president. Uh, comparing that to what President Obama has done, what can we do is an interesting question. What people who are against what he's doing, and I don't like his policies, what, what we have to do is make sure that the House and Senate both can keep him in check. If he has the Senate on his side, he'll feel free to do anything he wants, even if it seems unconstitutional, because the House of Representatives by itself cannot convict him of, of breaking the law that would, that would be impeachable. In other words, if he decides to go outside the Constitution and the House of Representatives says, we're going to sue you and charge you with, uh, uh, with impeachment, we're going to charge you with dereliction of duties or um, uh, circumventing your, your authority, the Senate has to be, is the body that either convicts or, or acquits. So the House can bring the charges all day, but they can't do anything if he has the Senate in his pocket, which he does. So what has to happen is the Senate, for, for lack of, of a better term, has to turn Republican. If it doesn't, he can pretty much do anything he wants for the next two years. Okay. Well, that's pretty sad. All right. Well, thanks, Joe. I appreciate it. All right, brother. And Hector, t- tell, your, tell your daughter to knock the crap off. I'm telling you, I don't want to hear any of, the, any of this garbage from Hector's daughter. I love Hector's daughter. You should be nicer you than would. me. You would. You <laughs> would. That's awesome. Uh, let me go to, back to the phone lines here and say hello to uh, John, who's in Ohio. John, thanks for waiting. What's going on? Hey, dog, dog. Just sit here enjoying your show, Joe. Hope Thank I you. Get uh, everything out before my battery dies. Okay, let's do it. Uh, just, just a couple things. Uh, we spank children up here in Ohio. My dad did, so it's not just exclusive to Texas. Uh, spare the rod, spoil the child. Yeah. I totally agree with everything you said. Right down to the bruises, you know, uh, lockstep with you on that. Yeah. Uh, uh, four out of the five foods I eat, and I still look pretty good at 55. So, <laughs> you know, and bottom line is, uh, what's the, you know, everybody needs to quit worrying so much about what they look like and start worried about what... And Did his cell phone... Well, wait, wait, John, wait, hold on. I, I lost you there for a second. Stop worrying about what you look like and do what? And and, and start worrying about what we do. Okay. We sure. Right. My phone's dying, so it's beeping on me here. All right, come on. Um, uh, next point. Um... Let's stop convicting people in the press before they go to trial and get convicted by a peer of their jurors, juror of their peers. Yeah. Uh, you know, and uh, that applies across the board. And uh, 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 the tobacco leaf is a good thing for the bee sting, aloe vera for sunburns. Okay. Now, now John, before your phone dies, um, I've got three words for you, okay? Are you ready? Yes. Buy a charger. I need I need electricity. I have a charger. <laughs> All right, very good, John. Thank you. All right, so he has no electricity then. Yes, I can't solve that problem his for phone. him. 
when he gets electricity. He charges damn phone. such a hard time. Oh, my phone's going to wow. die. Don't, don't be that guy, John. <laughs> don't be that guy. Get, get a charger and get <laughs> with the 1990s. Come on. Get with the 1990s already. <laughs> Let me go to um, uh, Farrell in, uh, in Texas. Farrell, what's going on? Is it Farrell or Farrell? All right, speak up, Farrell. Hey, man, uh, we're down at the river, but I wanted to tell you a true story. Uh, a long, long time ago. Wait, here's the problem. Your audio is so low, we're not going to be able to hear much of your story. Can you get your face closer or something? I uh, will try. All right, go ahead. And, Polo, turn them up if you can. Yeah, Polo, turn me up if you can. Please. Come on, come on, come on. i only got a couple of minutes. Let's go. Hey, it has to do with a pocket full of firecrackers and carnations in the back of my grandmother's yard. Okay. We're at, a, we're at a family reunion. My grandmother's got a beautiful backyard, uh, and she had some white carnations in it. Uh, my cousin and I thought it'd be a good idea to take black cat firecrackers and put them on the heads of those white carnations. And you guys were so bad. You guys were so bad. Yeah. Well, after about a dozen of those, uh, she walked out on the back porch and caught us and sent us out to uh, a peach tree to cut a switch. Well, the one we brought back was about a foot long, and she sent us back out there for one about seven feet long. Yeah, my cousin was first. The first pop he got made me realize I didn't want any of that, so we ran off. Uh, About dinner time, we came back to the house. She had made fried chicken, there was 11 aunts and uncles, probably about 100 of us, for dinner. She had made fried chicken, potatoes, biscuits, everything you could want. Yeah. Uh, when we went in the door, uh, she looked at us and said, you hungry? And we were like, yeah, Grandma, we're hungry. She pulled that peach switch out and said, well, we got a little unfinished business, don't we? <laughs> well... Yeah, I started backing out the door. She goes, oh, that's okay. She picked up a box of milk bones and said, you can eat with the dogs if you want to. Man, that chicken smelled good, Joe. I bet you never never did anything like that again, did you? Never again. I was raised with corporal punishment, and I believe you're right. There's a line. Don't go across that line, but it's a great teaching tool. It makes you pay attention. And you can certainly discern right, right from wrong. Farrell, you, know? you and I agree. I've got to run here. I appreciate the story, and I'm glad you got your ass tattooed because you shouldn't have been a bad kid like that. You know what I'm saying, Carrie? You can't wow. be blowing up your, your grandmother's That's carnations. terrible. No, you cannot do that. Bad kid. Mm-hmm. But, 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 the, but the description of the, of the food, I'm hungry now. <laughs> I know. That sounded so good. Now, now I'd like to eat something, <laughs> oh, and I don't yes. want a milk bone. I want to eat some food. <laughs> no, it's some chicken and it's, mashed potatoes. Uh, exactly. It's 1-800-383-9624. 1-800-383-9624. Um, <laughs> talking about food, wait till you hear what a public school is forcing on kids out of activism. We'll have that for you when we come back on the Joe Pag Show. Stay right here. You're listening to Joe Pags.
pleasure to have you here. Thanks for stopping by the Joe Pag Show on great radio stations, including the America Now stations. Many of you can hear uh, my program, The Weekend with Joe Pags, tomorrow or Sunday. Uh, Carrie, are you going to be there for that? No, but I'll be listening. No, you won't. Yeah, That's a well, big fat lie. I do, too. What time does it air locally for us? Um, uh, yep. 11? 11 to 2? Yeah, 11 to 2. That is yeah. right. Yeah. No, That's right. It actually, no? 6, 6 p.m. in San Antonio. Oh. 6 well, p.m. That's pretty close to 11. <laughs> I thought it was 11. Right around 11 or 6. I meant 6. Yeah. Um, Now, nationally, it is. It's live at at 11 a.m. Central. Oh, that's okay. That's what I got confused. But we run it at 6 p.m. Okay. Okay. Yeah. If I listen on the internet, I'm sure. Yeah, you listen on the internet. 11 to 2. That's what you do. I do. Yeah, you're Saturday. You're like, let me put that on on the internet. (laughs) That's what happened. You are such a liar. My goodness. (laughs) All right. um, uh, Here's a little something for you. A little something you, you're going to hate oh, if you send your great. kids to public schools. Yeah. Uh, we're just talking about food, so we got good and hungry from the guy who had the switch because oh, of the carnations. It sounded so good. This is from the Daily Caller. Taking a page from a longstanding Christian tradition, particularly Catholic tradition. So somehow the, the Daily Caller um, writer is trying to say, well, this wasn't that bad because it's a Catholic thing. Mm-hmm. Taxpayer-funded public schools across the United States are now denying children the option of eating meat. For lunch one day a week. Oh, yeah. Wow. For Catholics and for different reasons, that day has been Friday for centuries. For American school children, the trendy new day of forswearing carnivorous deliciousness is Monday. (laughs) These writers need to seriously just stop it now. It's so flowery. Meatless Monday bills itself as an international campaign launched in association with the Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health. It was founded by Sid Lerner, a longtime Madison Avenue advertising executive idiot. Oh, I added the yeah, idiot. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sure the goal sorry. is to convince people to choose to give up meat one day each week because, the, as the Meatless Monday website explains, it's, quote, fantastic for the planet. Mm-hmm. These are global climate warming change idiots. <laughs> That's who these are. And so the in the semi-rural town of Dripping Springs, Texas, not far from us, oh, yeah. for example, school district officials are choosing to force kids to forego meat and poultry. Poultry. Can I just make this clear? Wow. Poultry is meat. Yeah, it is. Jeez. On Monday, the lunch menu at Rooster Springs Elementary School, it's called, it's named after a rooster. <laughs> That's kind of cute. It's country. Rooster Springs. Rooster Springs Elementary School included meatless chili, meatless pizza, meatless burritos, some nachos, and more. But no meat, reports Austin ABC affiliate KVUE. Quote, the cheese sauce is made with real cheese. It comes from Lando Lakes, and it actually has incredible value as a protein product. John Crowley, the school district's food services director, told the station. John, if you listen to me on a daily basis, and you probably do because everybody does, (laughs) um, you can kiss my ass. Is that is that mean to say? I don't think so. No. Meatless Monday. Wow. Have a punch in the face Tuesday. Wants to eat a burrito it doesn't have meat. Give me a break. Oh, how about how about or you chili. don't take, How about you don't take my tax dollars Thursday? <laughs> no. You know what I mean, there's no such thing. They can't do that. And by the way, mm-hmm. Dripping Springs, Texas. We've got a lot of cattle in Texas. You're actually hurting those who are or beef farmers. What's the matter with you? What is the matter with these people, Lockie? I don't know. I don't know. 
quote, with more parents and kids asking for vegetarian choices. They're lie. asking for it? Oh, yeah, that's really? a lie. Mm-hmm. We just decided to give it a try in Dripping Springs for a year, Crowley explained. We're definitely not against meat. This is a pilot program uh-huh. we've decided to try this year and see how our kids do with it. If you put candy in front of the kids the whole year, don't get many meat, they might be fine with it. But I'm the taxpayer who's paying for the school lunch, and I want meat to be available. You know why? Because we're carnivores. We eat meat. That's what we do. We have enzymes to break down meat in our in our stomachs, in our in our intestines. We have canines so we can chew meat. Are you stupid? And the thing is, this is another person who's in the education field. Come on. No meat Monday. Meatless Monday. I don't like it. I bet clueless every day in that district. (laughs) Seriously, I mean, uh, there are parents listening to me right now in Dripping Springs. I want you to listen and hear me clearly. Go to the school Monday or send them a nasty email. Tell them, put meat back in the lunch uh, items on Monday. How dare you? There you go. Have I I solved the problem? I think you may have. I think I probably did. Mm Mm-hmm. What Somebody's got to say it. I say what people need to say. Uh-huh. But they're afraid to say it. Right, right. Back to the phone line. Sabrina, San Antonio, what's happening? Hi. Hey, Pags. How you doing? I'm living the dream. How are you? I'm good. And I just have to say something. I'm not trying to be offensive. And I know that you don't shy away from being, you know, controversial or whatever. But this goes back to when you were talking about... Um, the, the person who couldn't go into the school wearing the uniform, right. the firefighters who can't wear the flag right. on their, you know, because, you know, that might be offensive to somebody. So the only people who can have pride in anything and not be worried about offending anybody are the LGBT crowd. Uh, well, the LGBT crowd um, can get away with anything and not offend anybody. And I also, and I also think in this day and age, I think to a large extent there are, are factions in the black community that think that they they can do no wrong too. And this fire chief that we're talking about is a black guy who decided that, that everything is offensive that anybody puts on their lockers, and he really thought he would get away with it. I'm surprised Al Sharpton isn't there supporting him. Well, it's all the political correctness. is. I mean, it's not even correct anymore. I don't understand it. It's not correct. There's no correct about the political correctness. Right. I agree. It's uh, it's it's crap is what it is. And I can't believe how offensive you've been on this phone call today. I appreciate your appreciating my offensiveness. Thank you. <laughs> I'm offended. I'm going to let you go. I was so offended by her phone call, I had to let her go. I could tell. Now, had she called in to say, listen, I think that men should be able to go in the ladies' uh, locker room and we shouldn't be able to question them, then it would have been okay. Uh, I see. Right. That's not that quite. A, okay. That's not offensive at all. Mm-hmm. It is um, Will in Pennsylvania. Hi, Will. What's going on? I'm doing fantastic, and I hope you're doing better than you deserve. Anyhow, yes. Listen, uh, your bee sting. Yeah. Answer to your bee sting situation. Crest yeah. toothpaste. Does it have to be crest? Yes. Why? Yeah. Uh, I don't. I, I'm not sure. It's one of the other active ingredients that you don't find in the other toothpaste. Okay. Along with the fluoride. Fluoride is actually a rat poison, so it'll actually kill the poison from the bee. And the uh, toothpaste, you put it on over the bee sting, you let it dry. And as you're flaking it off, you'll see it, it lifts the stinger right out, takes it right out. Well, that's interesting. Well, we, we might have to try that. I don't know that I like putting rat poison on my daughter's arm, though, but okay. Well, you put it in her mouth when she's brushing her teeth. 
Well, we don't use crust, but either either way, I'm sure my toothpaste probably does have some fluoride. What else? Yeah. Also, um, getting back to uh, well, the, the topic that you were just talking about, the meatless Mondays. What, what's with these global climate change people want to get us to stop eating meat? I mean, yeah. They're they're trying they're they're trying to convince us that cow farts are making it warmer out. Yeah, and and they're also trying to convince us that our farts are doing that. I, that, that eating burritos. I don't know about yours, but mine definitely mine mine definitely warmed the room up without a doubt. Yeah, I, and and burritos. Come on, cut me a break here. Burritos cause gas too. <laughs> I think I think we should have gasless Tuesdays. There you go. And now, my other topic I wanted to uh, mention to you about the corporal punishment. Come on. When I was uh, growing up, you know, if I did something wrong, yeah, we got the belt. You know, we had never seen it, but we had heard about it. It was nine feet long, eight feet wide, and that hooks on it would rip the meat off your body. Right. You know, Bill Cosby line off of that. Right. But, um, but no, we, we got, you know, we got it with the belt, with the dad's thin belt, if we did something, if we did something wrong. I'll give you an example of something uh, that, that should have been with corporal punishment. When political correctness in the late 80s was starting to really come in, a friend of mine and I, we were bus drivers, and we had just got done doing charters with two different buses. And, we, you know, we went up, dropped our buses off at our, at our terminal, and we went down to the local Kentucky Fried Chicken. And we're sitting at a booth eating. And a family came in, and the kids were running up and down the aisles, screaming, yelling, doing all sorts of stuff. And my buddy looked at me, and he just said, you know, when we were kids, we never got away with that. We always got a, a hand on the butt or, or you know, it got swatted for it. Right. A lady, a lady sitting in a booth opposite us jumped out of her booth, went right over to us and said, well, that's, that's a child cruelty. And I'm like, no, it isn't. That is called simple discipline. A smack in the butt is not beating on your child or anything like that. That is corporal punishment, which is simple discipline. Right. If we had that today, we wouldn't have half the stuff that's going on. We wouldn't have the the uh, the, the kid running after the cop in Missouri and then getting shot. We wouldn't have half of this stuff. Will, I hear you. Listen, I, I tell you, I appreciate you. I thank you for calling in. But I, again, Carrie, and, and I, I love Pennsylvania. I do too. I used to go to the Poconos in Pennsylvania. Oh, that sounds nice. When I was a kid, it was, it was, there. it was incredible. But I tell you, I'm gonna need Pennsylvania to, to pick up their game a little bit. <laughs> That's a little okay. mean. Come on. Come on. I'm being direct. You're great. Now, now, I'm saying that, well, on the line right now, we've got Florida, Washington, Arkansas, and Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. And although he's been on the phone for a very short amount of time, when we come back, I'm going to take <laughs> Sean from Pennsylvania. No pressure. I'm going to need somebody from Pennsylvania to step it up a little bit. I need I'm them sure to work on will. their game. Because as much as I love that last call, it was three and a half minutes. I don't know that I'm getting back. <laughs> it was long. No, no. It I just it, it, uh, I, I feel okay. as though I, pro- I might have heard. And then, let me tell you something, 1989, here's what we did. I, I'm telling you now. I take it as a compliment because they feel comfortable with exactly. me. Exactly, they feel like they know you. They're talking hey, with Let a me friend. talk to my buddy Pagsy. Yeah, let me talk to Pags a million. Nothing wrong and, with uh, that. But but at some point, I'm just going to need you to get there <laughs> and uh, and really show up for Pennsylvania. Yeah, and I'm sure he will.
I'm sure Sean Now, will. Sean, I'm not going to put any undue pressure on mm. you, but the rep... Oh, really? Now we got another Pennsylvania. <laughs> George just called for Pennsylvania, too. But Sean's going to take the onus here. Sean, I don't want to put any undue pressure on you, but the the respect level for your state on my show rides solely on your shoulders. Wow. That's, All right? that's heavy. So we come back, we'll take Sean, and I'm, I'm guessing he's going to bring it. I'm sure he will. But I also want to say this. I'm going to say this right up front. And I'm going to put him on the, on the line. Uh, Sean, I'm going to let you know because i got to take a break here. But when I come back, right. if you suck, I'm going to hang up on you, okay? Absolutely. All right, hold on a second. I think he's going to bring it. <laughs> I'm sure he will. I think he will. he's taking the challenge. I believe him. Yeah. I'm going to need somebody to, to, to give me a new light, a new beginning out of Pennsylvania. It's going to be good. Because we love Pennsylvania. Love it. All right. 1-800-383-9624. Stay here. Don't be an A-dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. Joe Pag show on your radio. Do you have faith in this guy, Sean? Kerry? I do. A hundred percent. He's going to bring it. He's going to have to, yep. you know, reinvigorate the, the, the Pennsylvania calls. He can. I know he can We got one yesterday from a guy who just, I mean, honestly, he'd still be talking right now if I didn't cut him off. <laughs> Probably so. He likes to tell us. Tonight, I think, started out pretty well, and then uh, something... He actually used the line that Bruce Williams used to like. I th- used to use, I think, or or is it Dave Ramsey that uses that line better it, than him? I think it's Dave Ramsey. Is it yeah. Ramsey? Yeah, All I right. think so. And I'm like, okay, guys. I think he thinks he called the Dave Ramsey. Show. <laughs> Maybe he did. He might, I don't know. Oh no! No! Oh, Sean just hung up. Oh, you're kidding! He couldn't handle it. Oh, there's too much pressure. Got too, too hot much. in the kitchen. What about, Got too hot oh, in the kitchen. Man. Karina, I'll give you a second to grab that line. Said, Tell me if that's Sean calling back. <laughs> Come well, on, I, I Sean. I want it to be Sean because I put it on him. Oh, no. It has to be him. Is that him, yes or no? No, that wasn't him. <sighs> See? You All right, too it's, much on pressure. Ge- it's on George. Let me ask you this. It's on George now. Can George do it? I, I don't know. I don't know, George. George, what do you think? Well, I, I go back and think about the days when I was going to school, and the old saying goes, reading and writing and arithmetic is taught to the tune of the history stick. And that's what I always think about it. Hey, George, you're on the air. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I, I look back and uh, think about the days when I went to school, and the old saying was, reading and writing and arithmetic is taught by the tune of the history stick. Hey, George, you're on the air. Go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, hold on a second. <laughs> You're terrible. What? <laughs> what is it? Really, writing arithmetic and, 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 and tap your ass with the with the with hickory, the hickory stick? stick? What happened? Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, hold on a second. All right, line five, George, you're up. Go ahead. Yeah, I look back at the days when I went to school. <laughs> the old saying was, "Reading and writing and arithmetic are tied to the tune of the hickory stick." All right, George, have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> he's Man. so rude to his callers. He's, so, he's mean. so rude to his callers. You're so mean. What is the matter Shame with him? You. <laughs> All right, let's go good. to. Uh, come on. <sighs> what the hell is going on here? 
Do we have even time for one more? All right, Free Speech Friday. We'll give Tim a shot. Tim, what's going on? Hi. Hey, you cracked me up, Joe. Um, <laughs> good, good. I'm glad to hear it. What's happening? Oh, I, got, I used to be the hack kid back in school. I got so many hacks, and the vice principal broke the hack board on my butt. And um, I, uh, I used to go to PE afterwards with bruise on my on my rear and that um i think that i would say that that kept me from becoming the delinquent that i was heading for i saw the vice principal um a couple years back and he even gave me a hug it was it wasn't it wasn't a bad thing to get hacks and get swats when you're a kid and uh I, you know, I don't know what's going on with the football guy here. I hope that it was on the up and up. And that well, well, we'll find deal. out. I mean, it sounds like he legitimately was trying to, to discipline him but went too far. And uh, it will, it's going to shake out. But the problem is it's happening on the heels of the Ray Rice thing. Tim, thank you. And, uh, and, and because of that, everybody's hypersensitive to what's going on in the NFL. Uh, without a doubt, he should be charged with something if those pictures are real. And uh, and I still am not happy that those pictures are even out there. This thing should be prosecuted and investigated, independent of of the of the specter of the public opinion. Um, all right, that's it. That's it for the phone calls. We got to do some pop culture. Bye-bye. Dirty pop. Poor George. You feel bad for George. No, you should. What's going on, Paulo? All right, so you know how that whole thing was happening. What was it, like a week ago or two weeks ago with the with the celebrities and the, the pictures being leaked and all that kind yes. of stuff. About a week ago, yeah. Right. Okay. So now uh, there there have been rumors floating around that Iggy Azalea, rapper, you know, that she had a sex tape out there. And I wouldn't course, doubt it. Have you seen some of her videos? Right. And of course she she had come out, you know, denying it and you know saying that it wasn't her. Well, now she's kind of backtracking and saying that maybe it could be her. And then her her camp or whatever you want to call them, they're saying that. And if it is her, that there's a chance that she was underage. So of course they're throwing that out there, so so the guy on the who's in the video with her can not try to sell it because he's actually come on and said that it is her. They were dating at the time, and he met her after she was eighteen, and and so you know, and he said they're actually still good good friends together, and he's releasing a, a song. They're, they're such good friends that he's going to sell the video. Well, he, what he's saying is that that it got re- it, that somebody stole his computer. And oh, it, come and on. That's, that's such course. a lie. That's such a BS lie. That's what Kim Kardashian said, too, and Pam Anderson, too. Come on. Right, but they both but they both still approved it, so. All right, got to get out of here. Have a great weekend. That's it for us for now. Thanks for joining us. Bye. This is the Joe Pag Show.